everybody. Welcome to the Living Room Champs. We're here to break down week one of the NFL schedule, give some wins and losses. I'm here, of course, with my right-hand man, Mr. Mikey Whitesnake. How you doing, Mikey? I'm doing good, Len. I am ready for some football, no doubt about it. Tomorrow the season kicks off. We get another extra game this year. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a good good matchup to start the season uh, on Thursday night. And then a weekend with some several good games, and I'm looking forward to picking them, and we're going to keep track of it all season. Yeah, we'll keep track of our records all season. It's going to be me, Mike, and hopefully a different guest every week. That brings us today's guest, our first guest. There's somebody at the door. Let's see who it is. I'll tell you who it is, Mr. Rogers. It's David McLaughlin. We like to call him the Glock affectionately, and he's an Eagles fan. He likes Whitney Houston a lot. And he likes to talk about things. So he's perfect for this podcast. And Dave, how are you doing tonight, my man? Welcome. I'm doing fantastic. And I am very happy that I get to say that I am your very first guest pick. Absolutely. Yeah, first I'm guest pick for the season. For yeah, yeah. Now, he's not the first guest because we just had our first guest in history on the wrestling podcast last night, which just dropped this afternoon. So, Dave, I... Check that out if you have time. Yeah. But you're the first guest. On the NFL pick segment here. Here in the love seat in the studio. Yeah. Thank you for joining us, Davey. It's great having you. I am so happy to be here. So right. happy to be here. And can I give you this cliche? Sure, of course. Football we love cliches. Is back, baby. Football is back. Yeah, I love it. I mean, it's definitely back. And... Hopefully better than ever. If we're lucky here, hopefully we got fans all season. Should be a good time. And we got a good schedule to start it off, so we'll see how it goes. But I'm just going to run through these games. I'll give you guys a little heads up about what the line is and everything. Well, but we're just picking wins and losses straight up. No spread involved. But uh, the first game of the season going to kick off tomorrow night, Thursday, 8.20 Eastern on NBC. And that's going to be the defending world champions, led by, of course, Tom Brady, the GOAT, against... America's team somehow gets this time slot. I couldn't tell you why. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys are here, led by Dak Prescott, if he doesn't get hurt before the game. So, Michael, what do you think about this one started off? I'm going with the Bucks, Len, I mean, it, it, such little turnover on both sides of the ball. Basically bring the whole Super Bowl winning team back again for another ride, right? Right, yeah, absolutely. Dak coming back. Going to need some time to adjust the game action, game speed, no doubt about it. Is even 100%? We don't know. Probably not. Uh, I'm taking Tampa. I think Dallas also has some COVID problems, and Tampa Bay, I believe, is 100% vaccinated. So that's a huge advantage for them right off the bat. I'm going Tampa. All right, Dave. The Tampa eight-and-a-half-point favorites right now. What would you say about tomorrow night's game? What are you thinking? I would have to say, as being an avid Eagles fan and being a bit of a homer, I'm always going to be rooting against the Dallas Cowboys. Um, but I like to be fair in this whole situation. And even doing that, uh, Tampa Bay is going to, I think, run away with this one. Uh, it, like Just like Mikey said, basically the entire team's coming back. Got some guys that are even going to be healthy. I believe the start, Dak Prescott has been out for a year rehabbing. I know he looks a little sharp in practice from what I understand, but... I just don't think uh, Dallas has done enough uh, to on the defensive end of the ball. I know they drafted some guys like a linebacker again this year, so they got about 15 linebackers. 
Uh, <clears throat> but um, unfortunately, they need cornerbacks, and I just don't think they can handle uh, Tampa's offense. I agree with both of you guys. I'm going to go with Tampa as well. I think it's probably a two-touchdown game if I had to say something like that, 14 or 17-point game. So that's the first game of the week, and that's the first only game tomorrow night. Then, of course, we'll go to the traditional Sunday schedule. And the first game I have here just happens to be Dave's beloved Eagles. And they're going down to hot Atlanta to play the Atlanta Falcons, coming off a terrible season. But a lot of people have kind of high hopes for them. Eagles sort of in the middle where we're not really sure which way they're going to go with Jalen Hurts. Uh, Let Dave go first on this one. What are you thinking, Dave? I'm going to have to, just because it's the Eagles, I'm going to have to, um, this is a tough one. Uh, I probably would bet against the Eagles if it wasn't the dumpster fire of the Atlanta Falcons. Um, don't know what they've really done to improve their team. Of course, Julio has exited this year. Uh, I think they're starting to possibly and potentially start the rebuild process. Um, I know they got some really good, talented receivers. Uh, the Eagles feel really strong about their corners this year. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders as a one-two punch with some of these fast receivers are going to be something to watch on offense. And uh, I think this is going to be a close one, but I think the Eagles are going to pull it out. All right, yeah, that seems pretty sound. What do you think, Mike? How are you feeling about this one? Yeah, I'm going to go Philly on this one, too. Uh, I think Philly as a team, they're going to be faster down there in the uh, the Georgia Dome. Falcons, like Davey said, I mean, what have they really done to improve? They lost, you know, their best offensive weapon. Well, I will give Calvin Ridley. He He's probably going to be more than up to the task, but yeah, we'll see how uh, Pitts, the new young tight end, fits in there. But I really think they need to do a little bit more to improve the defensive side of the ball. Still a little bit of transition for that team. I like Hurts. I like what Philly's been doing. I think they take this one. All right. I'm going to go ahead and disagree with you guys on this one. I actually like Atlanta in this game at home. I think the game's kind of a coin flip talent-wise. But I like Ridley a lot stepping into the one role. Pitt's going to be involved. I think the offense... It's going to be okay for Atlanta, and as I said on the fan, on the season preview, I, I mean, if I had to bet, I'd put over under maybe four weeks before you see Minshew in there instead of Hurts. That's just my opinion in Philly. I'm not really sold on Hurts as the starter here. So I'm going to go ahead and go with Atlanta in this game. Now the next game we have, just, I mean, this is a crazy coincidence, but it's also a team near and dear to someone's heart here, not mine, but Michael's, the Pittsburgh Steelers going in to Orchard Park to face the Buffalo Bills, the mighty, mighty Bills. It has Buffalo here as a a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Mike, what are you thinking, Bills, Steelers? Is this the last time the Pittsburgh faithful, the Yinzers, as they call them, make a pilgrimage to Orchard Park? Is Buffalo on the verge of losing the Bills? We talked about that in our season preview. That storyline is going to be hanging over their heads all season until they get the taxpayers to pony up for that new billion-dollar facility in the frozen plains of western New York at Orchard Park. I know I'm a diehard Steelers fan. I think they're going to make the playoffs this year, but let's be real. I think Buffalo's offense gives them the advantage in this one. I think they're a better all-around team. They're at home. I'll take the Bills. 
Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take the Bills, too. I'm, I'll just go next here. The Bills, I think, are just a better team. I think the Steelers are going to have a hard time stopping their offense. Is Watt going to be suited up Sunday? Who knows? He hasn't officially signed it, but he did practice in full today, so people really think, are thinking he's going to be there Sunday. But I'm not – I just don't think the Steelers' defense no. is good enough. So I, I like think the their Bills. offensive line is going to be a mess this year, Len. I really hate to say it. They did not do enough to address that, which was their biggest fault uh, last year, I think. Uh, when it all boiled down to it, then that's really going to hurt them. I agree with that. Dave, what are you thinking, buddy? Uh, guys, I think we're all in agreement here. <clears throat> I think the Steelers have the potential to surprise some people this year. Their defense is always stout. Uh, it looks like everyone's returning, but that offensive line is a dumpster fire. And I really think the Bills are maybe one of the favorite teams uh, to the head to the Super Bowl this year. I uh, got a lot of guys returning. Uh, Stephon Diggs, a guy that I took in a, in a fantasy football draft, I think he's going to have another great year. Um, they have a good one-two punch in, in Moss and Singletary. Um, I think this one's going to be a little closer than I think everyone thinks it's going to be just because of Steelers' uh, D. Uh, but I think the Bills run away with this one. All right. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement. Bills in that one. That's a that's a tough start for the Steelers. just a hard game to start with out of the gates. But um, up next, we got a game that I don't know how many people really care about, to be honest with you. But the Minnesota Vikings are going into Cincinnati to face the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Minnesota, three-point favorite for the 1 o'clock tilt on Sunday. I'll just start off here. I, I like Minnesota in this game. Um, despite their lack of vaccinations, I think they're going to have a quarterback there on Sunday. Um, the Bengals just, I don't think, are, you know, I don't think Burrow for sure is 100% yet. He's just coming back off a catastrophic injury. I don't think the Bengals are great talent-wise, although I am a big fan of Joe Mixon. I like the Vikings in this one. I think I like the Vikings relatively easily. Uh, what do you think, Dave? I think this could potentially be the breakout game for the 2019 or, yeah, 2019 LSU Tigers. I think Chase and Burrow, I think maybe this is Burrow's coming out game. Minnesota's defense doesn't look great. They lost some key contributors last year. Um, I am, and honestly, this could honestly be a uh, just a straight up coin flip. But I'm going to take the Cincinnati Bengals. All right, all right, Michael. What are you thinking about this game? It's got yeah, you. Up. I know yeah. it's got you excited. Yeah, it's got me real, real excited, Len. I uh, can't wait for this one. Uh, uh, you know, it's a it's a key uh, AFC North implications in, in, this, <laughs> in this game. Yeah. If nothing else, the Bengals are at home. Like, uh, Davey, I I'd be willing to bet Jamar Chase. Has at least ninety yards receiving in this game. Okay, I like that. And a little bit, and you know he's had some trouble in the preseason. I think with a lot of drops, he has indeed. But I think Burrow's going to come out slinging it. The Vikings are a shit show right now. I'm going to take Cincinnati. All right, and speaking of shit shows, the Detroit Lions are going to play host to the 49ers on Sunday. Uh, Lions under that fiery new Dan Campbell soup, as they call him. Soup can, they call him. He's going to be running that franchise right into the ground. So um, let's just start there. Lions, Niners, we got the Niners favored by 7.5 on the road. Mike, what do you think, Lions or Niners? You know what? I'm going to go Detroit. I'm going to go Detroit with the surprise win. They're going to surprise some people, and this is going to be one of my upsets of the week. Uh, this is uh, Mikey Whitesnake's 
official upset pick of the week. Detroit goes into San Francisco, the Trey area, as they call it mm-hmm. now, or as it will soon be, I think, <laughs> by the end of the year, maybe even by the end of this game, Len. Yeah. When Dan Campbell's got those boys fired up, going out there to California, the Lions are going to win this one. The game's in Detroit, though, Mike. Oh, it it's is? in Detroit, so we're not going to the Trey area. So if that, I don't know if that helps you or hurts you, <laughs> but that we're not going to the Trey area. We're going to stay in the Motor City. Motor City. Well, they'll be in the Trey area Go- if he's Golf in country. by the end of that game. Yeah, we might be. It's possible. That's, I guess that's possible. We're here and it'll be, it's in what? The Silverdome, brother. <laughs> the Silverdome, brother. That's right. 93,000 people in there. Just like the good old days of Hogan and Andre. Glock, what do you think? Niners, Lions, who do you got? It's in Detroit, just so you know. So I think that. <laughs> uh, I... I think that the San Francisco 49ers were riddled with injuries in the beginning of last year. I mean, you, you forget that a lot of people do that, you know, they were Super Bowl and a Super Bowl just two seasons ago. Right. Uh, I think they're back They're back and healthy. Um, I don't know if you watched any of the preseason games, but uh, Mozart looks uh, fresh and spry. Um, I know they're, they're very uh, um, up on this new kid's sermon. Um, they got a lot of key contributors back. I think San Francisco runs away with this. Uh, I did draft DeAndre Swift, so I'm hoping he has a good <laughs> has a good game. Uh, but I, that might be a tough one for them because they might be playing catch up most of it. Yeah, I'm going to go with Davey on this one. I like the Niners. I like the Niners pretty easily, and, it, and it's not a big it's not a great thing for me to say because obviously they're in the Seahawks division. I'd like them to lose every single game, but they're going to beat the Detroit Lions. And I'm with you though, Mike. I like Soup Can. I'd like Detroit to have like a little bit of a respectable year. I've always kind of felt bad for Goff. Kind of thought he got a raw deal in L.A. So I'm going to root for the Lions, but I don't think there's you know, any chance. You know here. what, Len? I'm I'm so convinced the Lions are going to win this game that I thought they were going to San Francisco to play. <laughs> exactly. and I was still going to take them to win. That's that means a in lot. In San Francisco, on a natural you know playing surface, which I'm sure they're not used to. Yeah. Uh, playing in the Silver Dome and whatnot. But the fact that they're playing at home, this is a this is a gimme for the upset pick of the week right here. Man. All right, the White Snake upset pick of the week. There it is. You have it. You heard it here first. Now we're going to go to another game here. That's yeah, this is an interesting game, I guess. Um, the Cardinals, the Cardinals of Arizona, going to travel to Tennessee to face the Tennessee Titans and Derrick Henry, the King Henry. Tennessee uh, favored by three here. This is an interesting one. Oh. Davey, what do you think first on this one? This is a very interesting one. And when I look at this, you, you I kind of want to just immediately go to the Titans. I think they're a solid team. Uh, I mean, they added Julio. Uh, you know, they're 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 gonna be a tough team to beat this year. I really do. They got a stout defense, they got a great run game. Uh, King Henry, I mean, all day long, but man, the Cardinals got a really good squad too. They added, they also added an old time veteran receiver in AJ Green. Uh, I mean, I really want to see that combo, uh, but I think I got to go with the Titans on this one. I really do. Yeah, this one's a this one's one I've I've been looking at here. I can't really get a grip for it. I I think I prefer. I think I'm going to pick the Titans too, but it's you know what? It's a fifty fifty pick to me. I, I think the Cardinals are going to be very tough. They're just unfortunately going to be in a tough division. That's going to probably have them in fourth place, but I think they're going to be very tough every week. Um, Thought Kyler Murray made some huge steps last week, last year. Excuse me, as did Kingsbury a little bit as a coach. So, 
I think they're moving in the right direction, but I think the Titans will pull this one off in a close. I'd say this will be like six points or less. They'll be decided by Mikey. What do you think? Guys, this game is all about the flash and the smash, right? Uh-huh. Okay. On the flash side, you got Kyler Murray, right? Uh-huh. He's, he's dipping, he's diving, he's dodging, he's scrambling around. Yeah. And then on the Titans side, you got the smash, right? Yeah. You got Derrick Henry. You got that offensive line. You got a physical defense. You got physical wide receivers mm-hmm. at home. I'm taking the smash, Lynn. I'm smashing the Tennessee Titans in this game. All right, all right. That's a good pick. Like I said, I can see that one going either way, but we all went Titans. Uh, next up is my near and dear to my heart, my Seattle Seahawks are uh, making the trip to the Midwest, Indianapolis, to face Frank Reich and the Colts. Um, Seattle is a two-and-a-half-point favorite here. It's the, the dreaded 1 o'clock game for a West Coast team. Mike, what do you know about that fad or that uh, trend? What do you think about that? Those West Coast teams going east. Oh, the West Coast teams going east. So typically, so what we have here is a situation where they're, they believe their bodies believe they're actually three hours prior to still in bed maybe. Yes, possibly. Some of these guys are not even awake yet when they're getting ready to go out in the field. That's how much it messes with those West Coast teams going east. Yes. They never look good in those situations. It's always weird because of that. Like I said, half the guys are, are still asleep. They, you know, they got jet lag. Mm-hmm. It's a long flight. So it's definitely a factor uh, as far as how, but it's, I mean, Indianapolis really isn't that far east per se. It's I mean, more of a Midwest is it, town, is it a, but it's a rough Two flight. hours difference? Is it three hours difference? I'm not sure where it went. Either way, I'm taking Seattle in this one, Len. Um, I think the Colts might be a little bit too overhyped this season. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, Carson Wentz, not a believer just yet. Uh Frank Reich, I like him. I think they'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I think they'll you know, probably sneak in the playoffs, but I think the Seahawks just have a little bit more consistency coming in this game. Uh, it's going to be a fast game. fast. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a high-scoring game, actually, but I'm taking Seattle. All right. Glock, what do you think? What do you think about my Seahawks going to Indianapolis? Uh, as much as I want to see Carson Wentz perform and play games in the cult, for the Colts, uh, and them also lose every game so we can get that uh, a really good first-round pick for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I hear you guys on the whole traveling West Coast, East Coast. These guys are professionals. They know what they're doing. This is not Russ Wilson's first trip to the East Coast. Let's be honest. Right? And Very the true. Are I think we might need to look that up. Severely <laughs> injury. In- they got so many injuries right now. Uh, it's. I mean, who do they have playing? Who's showing up for them? Now, they do have a good stout defense. Uh, I have all the faith in a, in, in a, a team led by Frank Reich uh, as being an Eagles fan, as I said, and him helping the Eagles win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't I don't see the Colts winning this game. I think the Colts have a chance to be in a good team when they get healthy. Uh, but T.Y. out uh, for the foreseeable future. Carson Wentz out for the uh, foreseeable future. I, I believe they have some linemen out for the foreseeable future. I just don't see this offense putting anything together. I could be surprised, uh, but I think Seattle runs away with this one. Yeah, so, I mean, me being a Seahawks fan, obviously I know this team pretty well, and I think the Seahawks will win this game most likely. But what I will say is 
no matter what game they play, it doesn't matter if it's against the Colts or the Chiefs or the Buccaneers or it's against the Browns or it's against the Lions. Every single game they play comes down to like the last two minutes for some reason. It's completely devastating as a fan to just watch every single week. Either Russ has to win the game or they lose it in the last like two minutes of the game. And it just seems like it's like that every single week. I think the Seahawks will win this game. But I'd almost venture to say that it's because Russ Wilson just saves their ass once again, as he always does somehow at the end of the game. Um, what do you think, Dave? Are you a, were you a Wentz fan? Are you still support Wentz? I liked Wentz. I kind of hope I'm rooting for him. But um, what did you think of him as an Eagles fan? So I was a huge Carson Wentz fan, man. I mean, I still remember the year they won the Super Bowl, Ben Channing MVP in L.A. right before he blew out his knee. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. that's still a fond memory. On everything a touchdown, my body wanted On a <laughs> touchdown, nonetheless. Uh, everything in my body wanted him to be the, you know, the next coming of, uh, of Joe Montana. Uh, but the guy is constantly hurt. And I was yeah. a very uh, big Carson Wentz apologist. But if you're constantly – I think he has raw talent. I think if you can overcome these injuries, he'll be okay. Uh, but look what it did to Andrew Luck, the last major quarterback the Colts have. I mean, it just takes a wear on your body and being hurt every single year. Uh, and – there's an old saying, the best ability is availability. And unfortunately, Carson Wentz just hasn't been available recently, of recent years. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I've always believed in his talent, but if you can't stay in the field, it doesn't matter. So we've got to feel the same way there. Uh, the next game here is another real interesting cross-conference game here that has me intrigued. Uh, the L.A. Chargers. And they're going over to play the Washington football team mm. in the nation's capital. And that's an even, that's a pick em game. And uh, Mike, what do you think? Who do you think? Who do you like in this Before one? Before we pick this game. Okay. What are we going to do, Mike? I'm just looking up here <clears throat> the options that were presented um, for their new team name. And oh, I think okay. we should pick the team name. We should all give it Yeah, let's vote. do that. Let's let's take a choice, yeah. So eight possible team names in the running. One okay. of them is uh, Washington football team. Okay. And bring it up here. And of course, we just can't get a list on the internet. There's gotta be a novel <laughs> in front of it. Let's see here. Red Hogs. Red Hogs, okay. Armada. Armada. The Red Wolves. Mm. The Presidents. Oh, I like that one. The Brigade. The Defenders. And the Commanders. All right, Glock, what do you think? You heard those names. What do you think? Who, what should the Washington football team be called? I feel like the last... I feel like the last three team, three team names you gave me were all the team names of uh, the teams from any given Sunday. Yeah, or, possible. Uh, Pretty much the, any men's, any football any men's recreational <laughs> league has <laughs> teams named I, like that, yeah. I think the Sentinels play the Red guys. Wolves. <laughs> yeah. I, I love the Washington football team name. I guess, you know, from being an old soccer guy, <clears throat> you know, uh, soccer teams tend to be, you know, have those types of names. Uh but I think if I'd pick anyone, it'd be the presidents. Uh, you know, it's a, yeah. it's a fitting it's a fitting thing. 
I mean, being presidential is a good thing. A lot of power in being the president of the United States, right? Mm. Uh, so I'd have to go. I'd have to go with either stay in the Washington football team if they were going to change it. It'd be uh, the presidents. Those are my thoughts, honestly. Exactly. I like Washington football team. I think I'd keep that if it was up to me. But if I if I wanted to change it and want to do anything, I like the presidents as well. Uh, you know, I just I could see a cool logo. Unfortunately, there's gonna be hard picking like a president to be that logo because there's gonna be a lot of stuff going on about people's past, and you know you can't pick Washington, you can't pick Jefferson, you can't pick Lincoln. It's just gonna keep going Washington. down the road. That's exactly I personally, why that's not gonna be the name. I personally would pick Barack Obama as my helmet logo for sure, without question. But I know a lot of people wouldn't like that people one. Syria might have a. People in Syria might have a problem there, with that one. No matter which one you pick, there's going to be some problems. Also, George W. Bush would be hilarious presidential logo as well. So I'd be on for that as well. Mike, what do you think? What team name would you like? I would pick FDR in his his wheelchair, I think, is what I would Okay. I would put, you know, because um, he's probably about one of the only immune ones to any type of controversy. Did he support like. the Green New Deal or the, the New Deal? What, what did he have? The, he New, Deal the, the New Deal, right? Not the Green New Deal. Yeah, he yeah, built a lot of the parks you see around the country. It was a great jobs program. We need more stuff like that. Right. But uh, let me tell you guys, I'm going in hard. I love the Red Hogs. Okay. All right. I, that, I like that because it has the tie to the it Hogs, the old offensive lineman. Team and, that, yes. Yes, yeah. I agree. I do like that one. That's a good idea because of that. A lot so of good logo it. potential there. Great logo know. potential. I sure. think. I think for me, that's got to be the front runner. I've, I would almost bet they're going to just stay with Washington football team at the end of the day. I don't know. I'd love to be in the room as they're deciding this and looking at all these packages and logos because you know they got <laughs> that'd be they, the best. I love you know, logos. You know they have uniform. They have a whole concepts for these, and I would just love to be a fly on the wall. Mike, let me these. ask you this: If you were picking a logo for them, would you go with either? One of those men dressed as a pig in a dress that used to be their fans. <laughs> one of those. Or just a feral hog as the logo. What would you choose? Yeah, I'm thinking it would be something around where, like, the Arkansas Razorbacks are. Something like a silhouetted, like, uh, hog in stride, perhaps. With, like, a kind of like a nod, maybe, to the old Redskins logo with the circle and perhaps some some ornaments there around it. Just right. to, just to kind of get as close to that... Uh, uh, you know, f- former Redskins and just keep it in that ballpark for them, I think is important. Their colors yeah, have yeah. to make sense. You know what I mean? It's not going to be, I don't think, a complete overall. You're not going to see them. No, I think the colors, colors are there to stay to per- for sure. Right, exactly. So I think the Red Hogs just make too much sense. I'm going with that. I do love you like that. the Red Hogs or do you like the Chargers in this game, though? I like, oh, this is going to be a good game. Yeah, I this like this gonna game a lot. This is going to be a good game. Where, where is it at here? It's in D.C., it's, it's in it's in Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go in this one. I'm gonna go with the Red Hogs, yeah, or the Presidents, or yeah. the Commanders, <laughs> or, the or the Armada, or the Armada. I, I agree with you. I'm with it too. I like Washington this game, and I like Washington a lot this year. Actually, I think that they're gonna win that division. Sorry, Dave. I do. I like Washington to win that division. Glock, what do you think about Washington versus San Diego? Who you got? Yeah, L.A., not San Diego. I'm sorry. L.A. Chargers versus Washington. What do you think, Glock? Glock, you there? Do we lose a mic? No, I'm back. I'm back. Sorry, guys. I was on mute trying to uh, reduce background noise. So, anyway, 
Anyway, by the way, if I would take a president, it's going to either be FDR, <laughs> uh, wheelchair, wheelchair and all, or Abe Lincoln in his hat. Yeah, I would support Lincoln. I would support Lincoln his hat, but yeah, I don't know. That'd if be it, good. Stovepipe. <laughs> yeah. Yep. What about the game? Do you like anyway, the Washington Abe so, Lincoln's or uh, the Los Angeles Chargers? So little, little fun fact. I think it's been like a decade since the team has won back-to-back championships uh, in the NFC East. Okay. It almost seems like it's an up for grabs every year. Uh, I do think that the Washington Redskins have built a monster defense, and they really do. Uh, I think they have a good running back in Gibson. Um, I think they are the better team on paper. The uh, Ryan Fitzmagic, I think, is due for a little bit of magic. Uh, you got you got Curtis Samuel. I think they've added some weapons. Mm-hmm. I think they might be the first uh, back-to-back NFC champion in a while. Uh, as much as that's hard to say, i got to be a realist, and the Eagles are still in rebuild mode. Um, and I just don't think San Diego has the right pieces. I think everyone's really excited about Justin Herbert. Everyone thinks he's going to be a, a, a star in the NFL for years to come. Uh, I just think uh, them traveling out to Washington. Yes. I think Washington has something to prove after last year, and I believe their team got better. So I'm going to go with Washington. All right, that's that's agreed. That's agreed across the board there. Now, now, Davey, if you listened to our NFL preview episode, you would know that Len and I both chose Chase Young. Yeah. as the most important player uh, in, in that division. division. Yeah. So we, 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 we're all in, I think, on the Reds, the Red Hogs. Red Hogs, Reds. yes. Red so I, I will tell you guys that the most important person in that division this year is Dak Prescott. If Dak comes out slanging balls and that team has anywhere close to a good defense to also win the division, uh, I think Washington has a, a more solid team all around, I believe. Uh, moving forward but i would disagree with you most important person in that in the division all right I yeah i mean that's definitely gonna be that's definitely important as well for sure it kind of will depend on who wins the division probably who ends up being the most important player there um next up we got absolutely a, we got a sam darnold bowl here as we got the new york jets traveling to the new home of sam revenge game down in <laughs> the revenge game in Charlotte down for the Carolina Panthers. This one is a four and a half point favorite Charlotte or Carolina, excuse me. And um, I'm just gonna, I'll just pick first in this one. I like the Panthers here. And I'll tell you why. I like the Panthers. I actually think they have an outside chance of being a playoff team this year. I believe in Sam Darnold. I like Matt Rule. I like, I love, love, love DJ Moore. And if McCaffrey can stay healthy, I think this team could be really good. So I'm gonna go with Carolina. Beating the Jets uh, relatively easily. Also, I think the Jets are very bad. Mike, what do you think? Right out the gate, Sam Darnold, in his his journey for reclamation mm-hmm. and finding himself again in a new team, gets an opportunity to take a shit right on his old team. Yes, he uh, does. He, that's something you dream about. Mm-hmm. You dream about that. And he's going to be able to do it at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going with the Cats here. Uh, I was a big Carolina Panthers fan when they first came out. You know, I thought they were Kevin Green, huh? Yeah, we'll talk about him. Uh, we got a mailbag question, which asks, "What are the best wrestlers who played in the NFL?" Uh-huh. And I, Kevin Green, is on my list. Uh, we'll talk about that call. in a couple episodes. Big Kevin Green fan. Love. 
the Panthers and their colors have always been a sneaky supporter of them. Sam Darnold, I'm a believer in him as well. McCaffrey's back. That offense has got lots of weapons. They're at home. I'm taking uh, the Cats. All right, Glock, what do you think? Cats or Jets? Listen, guys, uh, I can't trust a guy in his 20s. I can't trust a grown man that goes out on leave for half a season because of mono. All right, he's not 12 years old. He's not 15. He's not hanging out in high school. Uh, I just don't. I just don't trust the guy that does that. Uh, I'm going to take the uh, the New York Jets in this game. Okay. I'm going to take. I I I don't think Sam Darnold's the truth. I could. I I might definitely be wrong by that. Uh, I just don't think he's a guy that's going to uh, uh, bring the uh, Panthers up. I think the Jets are not a very good team, but I'm going to take the Jets on an upset here. Okay. All right. I like it. All right, next is probably one of the worst games of the week, if I had to guess. It's going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars, led by number one pick Trevor Lawrence, going down to Houston to play the Houston Texans, not led by Deshaun Watson because he was doing some things he shouldn't have been doing, apparently, over COVID. And now their quarterback is Tyrod Taylor, a very serviceable quarterback nonetheless. So, Dave, Glock, what do you think? Jags, Texans in Houston. Does Tyrod Taylor bring anything to that team? I mean, they've lost just about everything. Um, and I just don't see the Texans in winning this game. Uh, I don't know if um, Trevor Lawrence is the truth quite yet. Um, I don't know if he's flashed that well. I think I, I watched some of his preseason. He didn't look to shine too greatly. I don't think Jacksonville's an, an overly good team either. I just think the Houston Texans are just not uh, – I think they might be one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, they haven't really done much uh, to improve their team from last year other than their uh, star quarterback uh, being uh, in talks of being traded to every team in the NFL uh, and being under some serious SA allegations. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars on this one. Yeah, Mike, what do you think? Jags, Texans, I mean, it's riveting, I know, but what do you think about this AFC South, crucial AFC South matchup here? Trevor Lawrence, he might be one of the best prospects in a long time, Lynn. Yeah. But he's not all elite yet. Okay. I don't know why, but I'm going to take the Texans in this game. I don't think they're going to be quite as bad. I think both these teams are going to be bad. Mm Mm-hmm. Lots been said. Lots happened. Uh, you know, there's a, a David Koresh type figure, I think, in the front office <laughs> down there with Easterby. Yeah, there's and some odd dealings. Uh, obviously, to let Deshaun Watson, whatever, whatever the hell is going on, and how that resolves itself, who knows? Mm-hmm. He's certainly done uh, taking any snaps for the Texans, and at least Tyrod Taylor, who I believe is down to one, good long after mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, I don't deflated know if last year enough repaired or just thrown out. Or I don't know why. I just think at home there's going to be some growing pains with the Jaguars. Still, I'm going to take the Texans. All right. Well, yeah, me myself. If you listen to the preview, you would know I'm high on Jacksonville and I'm high on Trevor Lawrence. I think Lawrence is going to make an immediate impact in the NFL, and I think he's going to make a, a big splash here. 
I like them to beat the Texans. And although Tyrod Taylor, I believe, is a very, very good NFL quarterback, I think he kind of has never gotten the credit he has. He's, he's a really good leader, um, and I think he does good enough to try to win you some games. That Houston team is putrid, though. Deshaun Watson last year had 4,800 yards and 35, 36 touchdowns, and they were awful. They won four games because their team is so bad. I mean, and he got sacked, you know, 60 times or something. Ridiculous. So I don't think Tyrod can overcome that. So I'm going to go with Jacksonville. I'd like to see Urban Meyer get on the win here to start. So, And I love Trevor Lawrence. I'm biased, absolutely, as a Clemson fan. Uh, next game, this game, might, this game here might be the best game on Sunday. It is the Cleveland Browns traveling to Arrowhead to face the Chiefs at 425. That's the national game on CBS. You'll be hearing Jim Nance and Tony Romo on that one. I can bet my paycheck. And it has the Chiefs favored by six, but what a game this is. I mean, this is one to talk about. Mike, what do you think about this one? This was a good one last year in the playoffs, wasn't it, boys? A very entertaining game. I want to take Cleveland. I want to take a risk. But for the sake of my record, since you know wins and losses matter, they do. Game, right? They do matter. Uh, for us here in the living room, the wins and losses, the statistics matter. Now, Davey, I don't know if you'll be able to join us every week. You're more than welcome to call in whenever you want. Sure, yeah. We're going to have a rotating panel of guests, but we're going to keep track of your winning percentage as well throughout the year if you happen sure. to join us multiple times. But I feel like I've already gone out on a limb here a couple in a couple of these games, picking the Lions. Uh, questionable um, decision there. So to play it safe, I think I'm going to take Kansas City at Arrowhead. All right. Yeah, I like that pick. I'm going to actually also take Kansas City. I think Cleveland's going to be one of the best teams in the AFC, and this could be a statement game for them right out of the gates. But I also think Kansas City knows that, and I like Andy Reid as one of the greatest coaches that's ever worked in this league and one of the best offensive minds. And then, of course, they have an all-time quarterback. So I think that Kansas City will figure out Cleveland, beat them. I actually kind of think they're going to beat them sort of handily, double digits, I would say. And uh, I think – but you might see these teams face off again in the AFC Championship because I think these are two of the best teams in the AFC. Uh, Glock, what do you think about this one? Marquee matchup. Hi, this is really, really tough because I am really high on the Cleveland Browns. And you would talk about a guy like the most important player potentially – uh, to impact his division, it's Baker Mayfield, right? Uh, if yeah. he's good this year, if he plays well, uh, if that one-two punch of Kareem Hunt and uh, – and, uh, who the Chubb, hell is the Nick other Chubb. Guy? Yeah, I'm trying. Chubb, Nick Chubb. Uh, those two, I, I mean, and the receivers that they have, and Landry is sure hands, and you got a, a guy that can take the lid off, and Odell Beckham Jr., and they played just as well without him. Um but it's really, really hard to bet against the Chiefs in a home opener, especially in the league. <laughs> Just because they're a wow, man, you got the Super Bowl hangover on a loss. You know what? I'm going to revert on that. I'm going to take an upset. I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns. All right. All right. Glock going out on a limb a little bit with the Browns, but I think that's a game go either way. It. I don't mind it. Yeah, I don't mind it either. I mean, that's a coin toss game. It's Like I said, I think it's two of the best teams in the AFC. This next matchup could have – playoff implications all season and i think these two teams are very interesting and it's in a very huge uh week one matchup and that's the miami dolphins Ooh. going up to new england to face uh flores to face his mentee there uh, bill mm-hmm. belichick mm-hmm. and um 
you know, it's going to be a. I mean, it's going to be a big game. That's New England by three is the is the spread. I think this one is a complete toss up. And Mike, what do you think about this one? You know, of all the words in the English language, the word mentee to me bothers me almost more than any other. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't sound right. Okay. There should be another word for, for the, that. <laughs> for. And I, I don't like that you just used that word mm-hmm. because the master is going to take this game in Foxborough. Bill Belichick is going to outcoach Flores okay. for the Dolphins. There's turmoil already. I heard some rumblings today. Is to a leader. Why didn't he vote him the captain? That's a complete disaster down there. And if your quarterback's a disaster, your team's going to be a disaster. I don't care how good you are in the other areas of the field. If you don't have a quarterback and two is not your guy and it doesn't seem like they bought into him, right? He's going to have to prove a lot of people wrong this year. I don't see it happening. I like New England to have a bounce-back year with another winning season. I'll take them in Foxborough. All right, Glock, what do you think about this one? This is a good one here for the AFC. You talk about a guy that is detrimental to the success of the Miami Dolphins in making the playoffs, and that is Tua. If Tua doesn't show this year, I don't think that team uh, is is maybe even playoff-bound. They could be. Um Man, this is a tough one. I would really, I really like the talent of the Dolphins. I'm really high on Jalen Waddle. I really wish the Eagles would have got him. I'm very happy with them getting Smith. Um, I think they got a lot of speed. I think they got a lot of players. I just don't think they're going to be out, be able to outcoach uh, Bill Belichick. I think they say that he has his new quarterback in Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, I think up in uh, Foxborough I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take the old trusty and go with the Patriots the last two Alabama well not the last two right but two of the last what three Alabama quarterbacks yeah uh, and Mac and two all playing in the out. NFL right now yep yeah with Hurts uh, yeah Hurts yep. and Mac Jones and two all were on the same the team at the yeah. same time which is just insanity when you think about it mm-hmm. I'm going to disagree with both of you guys Somewhat vehemently here. I like the Dolphins a lot. I think Tua is going to break out big time this year. I'm all in on the Tua mm-hmm. hype this year. I think Gasecki, I think mm-hmm. Waddle are both going to have big years. And I and I like the Dolphins a lot. I think the Dolphins will finish second in the division behind the Bills and above the Patriots. And therefore, I'm going to take the, pa- the Dolphins here because they need to win if they're going to be a better team than the Patriots this year. And I think they are. So I mean, well, I'm, I, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Does it uh, do the Dolphins make the playoffs if Chua is mediocre? No, no, absolutely, absolutely not. Not, not if he's mediocre, but I don't think he's going to be mediocre. I think Tua is going to be a, take a take a step like similar to Baker make Mayfield made last year, where you go from like Baker was pretty mediocre. Is he going to be the guy? Is he going to be the guy? You take that next step in terms, not even in terms necessarily of stats, but in terms of just leadership ability, decision-making, and things of that nature. I, le- I believe in Tua's decision-making in his brain even more than his physical gifts. So I think a full another full year off the hip injury he had in Alabama, I like Tua to, to yeah. have an above-average this year, year this year, and that's why I think they will be a playoff team. So, I mean, that's where I'm at with it. And there's some really good games this week. The next one's an NFC matchup, which is also pretty pretty big deal. I mean, I have to say, Sunday, another Sunday, 425. That time slot's loaded. Packers 
Aaron Rodgers, he's back. He's still being real whiny and annoying. And he's going down to New Orleans. To, well, not actually New Orleans. He's going to Jacksonville because the game's in Jacksonville because of Hurricane Ida. But it's a New Orleans home game in Jacksonville. And it's going to be Jameis Winston mm-hmm. leading the New Orleans Saints. I don't know if I've ever thought I would say that in my entire life. Glock, what do you think about Jameis Winston leading the Saints against Rodgers and the Packers? What do I think about Jameis Winston leading the Saints? Let's start there. Apparently, Jameis Winston is throwing darts in training camp. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling he's going to throw a lot of touchdowns this year and hopefully to Callaway because I drafted him. Uh, but I don't, I, you know, as much as the Green Bay Packers have kind of been uh, a, a very uh, disgruntled place to be. I think for most players that are on that team, even Adam's talking about if Rodgers doesn't come back, he's not going to sign a contract. Um, I think the Green Bay Packers are a better team. Ah, man, I think the Green Bay Packers are a better team. Uh, I think guys like Tanya are going to have a, a breakout year this year in sure hands, uh, and they still got Adams and Rodgers and Jones, and I just think they're a better squad. All right, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I think I actually think the Packers are the better team as well. Um, but I'm actually going to go with the Saints in this one, and I'm not a Jameis believer in at all, not at all. Also, don't I don't believe in Taysom Hill as the quarterback either, so I don't think they have the quarterback there. But um, I like for some reason I just think the Saints. I really don't have much of a reason other than Kamara, you know, obviously Kamara and you know things like that. But I just for some reason think the Saints are going to win this game. And um, I'm just going to pick them. I really don't have any m- much more explanation than that. I'd not, I think the Packers are good, not great. I think the Saints are, will be good, not great. But I think the Packers will be better because they're in a terrible division. Um, but I'm going to go, yeah, I'm just going to go Saints. Mike, what do you think? I'm so tired about hearing about the whole Aaron Rodgers song. Uh, and I'm sure we're going to hear about it all season long. Mm-hmm. But they're a better team. New Orleans, I think, is going to take a pretty significant step back this year and possibly miss the playoffs. Uh, Michael Thomas is out first several weeks of the season. Obviously, they're, they're a leader for over a decade. Drew Brees is, is gone. Mm-hmm. Kamara is still Kamara, right? But with Winston there, what are we going to get? Yes, he's been throwing darts. He's always thrown darts. That's not yeah. the problem. They're just not always to his The problem team. is is he likes to eat W's before the game <laughs> exactly. and, and gets too full of them and throws a bunch of interceptions and has n- no ability to lead that team when, when it needs led the most. Yeah, I agree with you. Taysom Hill is going to still see his snaps. They're going to work him here and try oh, yeah. to prove he's a quarterback so they can trade him for a second-round pick. They've been trying to pump his tires. I'm tired of hearing about that, too. Yes. Give me Green Bay in this game, though. I think New Orleans takes a step back this year, and it starts here with a big loss to the pack. All righty. Up next, we got the Broncos. Uh, you know, pretty bit trendy pick is a, maybe an upstart this year. They're going into New York to face the New York Giants and Danny Dimes, of course. Um, Glock, what do you think about this? Broncos-Giants. I'll tell you what, the New York Giants have about eight wide receivers right now and even spent draft capital in the first round on one. But I don't think it's enough to overcome the Broncos' defense. I really don't. Uh, I'm a big fan of Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, I think he has some real weapons at his at his fingertips. 
I don't think Danny Dimes is Danny Dimes, and I think we're going to find out he's more like a nickel. Um, maybe he could have that breakout season. Uh, I just don't know if I see it. I do like the return of Saquon Barkley for the Giants. I think they're a different team with him on the field if he can make it last longer than, you know, a game. Uh, I spent draft capital on him in uh, in a fantasy football league and took him, I believe, in the at the uh, turn of the second round. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping for big things out of him this year. I just think the Broncos are a better team on paper, especially that defense. Uh, yeah, I hear you. What do you think, Mike? What you do know, you think? It's going to be interesting because we heard all offseason long, Joe Judge is making these guys run here, run there, mm-hmm. run to the store, run back, run run everywhere, run home. They're not allowed to drive home. He's making them run laps <laughs> for not giving maximum extra effort during the training camp. How will this team respond to that type of hard, hard-nosed coaching and attitude? Will this be – is he, is he going to set a culture of winning with that or are the players – already going to turn on him you know what i'm i'm not going to get fancy here either i'm going to go with denver i love their weapons i do trust teddy drew lock i think is obvious he's done after the shenanigans they pulled uh that came out that uh, the quarterbacks last year uh took their uh covid bracelets off and tried to uh game the system <laughs> to make it look like they weren't near each other and watch film together, and then put poor Kendall Hinton out there, you know, thrown to the wolves. <laughs> Drew Locke might not ever see another snap for the Broncos. I think it's going to be Teddy's team all year long because of that. Uh, and that was probably the case all along. Yeah. Uh, but they're in good hands, especially when those hands have two gloves, one on each. Absolutely. And yeah. I yeah. think Denver's going to go in there, and, and, and I think they're the sleeper team. We talked about that. Uh, in our in our previous show, and I think they're going to be good enough to go into MetLife Stadium and get the W. Yeah, I mean, if Denver is going to be a team that takes a step forward, they have to win in this game in in yep. New York, and I think they will. I and with you guys, I share both your sentiment. I've always been a huge Teddy Bridgewater guy. Teddy two gloves. He took my Seahawks down to the wire in the playoffs. Should have won, but missed kicks by Blair Walsh cost him a playoff win, and then his knee got shredded like paper mache and there's been a long comeback since but he's been really good since then so i like bridgewater i like the broncos i don't think this is very close to be honest with you and then we're going sunday night to my man chris collinsworth on the call collinsworth and al michaels for a big Mm -hmm. game here the los angeles rams with the new quarterback matthew stafford leading the rams and they're going to take on the Chicago Bears with a new quarterback, Andy Dalton, leading the way. Not Justin Fields. Not yet, anyway. So it's not quite as exciting. It'd be a lot cooler if it was Fields, although Aaron Donald would probably murder him. So, Mike, what do you think? Bears or Rams? This one's going to be close. I think it's going to be a good game. I think this is a good Sunday night game. There's a lot of interesting yeah. storylines. Like you said, with Stafford, new quarterbacks on each side. When's Justin Fields take over that team? I think it's in- inevitable at some point this season it's going to happen, whether it's through attrition or poor performance from the Red Rifle. And I do think the Red Rifle is competent. I've always been a good uh, supporter of, of Andy Dalton. I do think mm-hmm. he's a competent yes, I agree. NFL starter, at least in his heyday. Uh, well, we'll see what he is this year. But uh, the Rams, I like they got weapons on both sides of the ball. I think Stafford is going to give them a whole new energy, new dynamic. I think he's a great leader. 
I like the Rams in this one. Yeah, I'm obviously I'd like the Rams to lose this game because I think they're Seattle's chief competitor in the NFC West and will be the biggest hurdle to try to overcome if they're going to win that division. So, but unfortunately, I have to take the Rams here. I know one of the worst things to do in the NFL is try to block Aaron Donald. The Seahawks have never once did it successfully. Russell Wilson is petrified of Aaron Donald, and I don't like um, Dalton's chances to be much better. And so I'm going to take the Rams, and I think the Bears are the Bears are a down team this year. I think they'll be, you know, seven win team, something like that. I'm not That's crazy fair. about the Bears this year. Um Glock, what do you think? Rams or Bears? Uh I just I'm not a really I'm not high on, on Andy Dalton. I really am not. Uh I don't think they're that good of a team. And honestly, I think when you look at the defense of the of the of the LA Rams, someone's called them the St. Louis Rams, so the LA Rams, uh I think we might see Justin Fields uh, that Sunday night. Yeah. I have a feeling uh, Aaron Donald is going to um, uh, literally murder Andy Dalton on the field, and we are going to see the Justin Fields Aaron um, Unfortunately for all those David Montgomery owners out there, I have a feeling they're going to be playing from behind most of that game. Yeah, I would I would think about sitting him for that week, to be honest. That's why we call him Flea Market Montgomery. That's right. <laughs> Flea Market Montgomery, <laughs> indeed. And then we got the Monday night game, the cap of the week, the big Monday night battle, AFC matchup. This could have some implications in the playoffs, possibly. I don't think it will, but it could. And that's the Baltimore Ravens, led by Lamar Jackson, unless he gets COVID for the third time. And they're four-and-a-half-point favorites. They're going in to the Death Star in Las Vegas to face John Gruden, David Carr, Derek Carr, never mind, <laughs> David's uh, somewhere else, Derek Carr, John Gruden, <laughs> the Raiders of Las Vegas. That sounds stupid, but whatever. Glock, what do you think? Raiders or Ravens, Monday Night Football? I, you know, uh, as much as John Gruden's experiment in rebuilding this team, I guess over the next decade, uh, news coming out this offseason that they tried to trade back for Mac uh, <laughs> yeah. after they traded him away. Uh, this team, I just don't have a lot of faith in them. Um, there's a lot of people saying that Ruggs is going to be a breakout candidate this year, fantasy-wise. Uh, and I, I, I bought it. I bought it. Uh, I, I think he's a fantastic player, uh, but I just don't think this team has what it takes to beat Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens, who also have their own problems right now in trying to find a, a number one wide receiver uh, and uh, having some running backs go down. Um, but they got a stout D, uh, and they got a, and they got Lamar Jackson, who's a weapon. I just don't think the Raiders can keep up with. Yeah, and Mike's really excited about the Ravens signing today. They they signed Le'Veon Bell in there to t- to help t- take some uh, load off in the running back position off Gus Edwards. And I know Mike's really excited about Bell signing Baltimore. Mike, what do you have to say about that move? I mean, I could care less. Uh, that time is coming, <laughs> gone. Um, you know, he had a couple good years in Pittsburgh, and then he he chose to uh, you know go in, in another direction. Uh, and I'm kind of glad that happened, to be honest with you. Uh, doubt he sees significant time in Baltimore because I think the Gus bus is legitimate. Won't be surprised if they don't bring in 
somebody else at this point because I think uh, um, Justice Hill also Justice just, Hill, yeah. just went down for the season, uh, obviously with the loss of uh, J.K. Dobbins for the years is a significant blow for them. And their RB1 also plays quarterback. So I think they've got plenty of of threat in the run game. I don't don't know if Le'Veon Bell's style is really going to work there. Um, You know what? The Raiders, both of these teams will probably beat my Steelers this year um, because they always seem to recently. I got to go with Baltimore on this one. I'm not not buying the Raiders. uh, Davey, you mentioned Ruggs. I think he's more of a shag carpet. You know, you might feel good under your feet. You know, maybe getting out of bed in the morning, but then you bring some people over to the house for a party and they'll make fun of you for having it in your house. <laughs> and that's what's going to happen, I think, with the Henry Ruggs fantasy hype this year. Um, I just think the Ravens are still going to be too dynamic. Bateman's out. Their first-round pick is out yeah. for several weeks now. Is that another swing and a miss with the wide receiver position? I really think they should have added another piece uh, in that passing game to help Lamar out, possibly a bigger uh, red zone target. But I, I think the Ravens get it done, and, and they're going to be a serious threat in the very competitive uh, AFC North for sure. Yeah, I'm going to go with Baltimore as hey, well. Mike. Oh. Yeah, go ahead, Dave. I was going to say, speaking of a rug, Le'Veon Bell was only signed to the Ra- uh, to the Ravens practice squad. Yeah, and that's been he's not even an yeah. active member, nor will he, nor will he be yeah. uh, most likely a time of uh, of uh, a game time this week. Oh, okay. Yeah. What I understand, a lot of these veterans have been signing to the practice squad. I don't even know how that's legal. I guess with the COVID loopholes, they, it makes it a little bit easier since last year, where a player like Le'Veon Bell. And a couple of vets have done this. They signed the practice squad just for like contractual loopholes or something like that with signing bonuses. I don't know what it is, but he'll end up on the active roster, I'm sure, eventually. Yeah, I mean, I think anybody that clears waivers can sign. You know, anybody that's an unrestricted free agent can sign to the practice squad. Just, I'm sure he won't dress. It's team. just they're eligible for other teams can sign them off that practice squad, so you're not locked in. Right. Any other team in the league can sign them. Then the Ravens would have a choice to either put them on the active roster or let the other team sign them. So that that can be with a rookie veteran doesn't matter. Just usually it's younger guys. But in this case, you're right. More veterans have been doing it. Um, I like the Ravens in this game too. I don't know what I think about the Ravens year long. Um, I mean, I think they're going to be in the mix, but I'm, I think it's going to be interesting to see where Jackson goes next in his career. Like there's, he's made steps. He's, he was obviously was the MVP. He was a good passer, but off a lot of run action where he was getting open guys, blah, blah, blah. Now that teams are starting to figure that plan out, can he evolve the next step into a guy that can stand back there and make yeah. some plays down the field like yeah. Russell Wilson or someone like that who came in more of as a runner too? So I think it'll be interesting to see where we go. Um, I think they'll be okay here. As far as Ruggs, since we've all been talking about him, I might as well give my two cents. I like Ruggs a lot. I actually think he is a sleeper fantasy pick, and I think he'll be, he'll be a dangerous guy but would be better suited in a different offense because I don't like Carr – Derek Carr, that is, he he's not a risk taker. You know what I mean? He's a, he's a real conservative, like completion percentage guy, and you need someone to take the ball and gun it down the field where Rugs can outrun like everybody. A football. Yeah, you need somebody that can throw it down the field and let Rugs run under it. So I don't think this is the best fit for him, but I do like Rugs a little bit this year. I think I bet he catches eight touchdowns or above this year. That'd be my prediction for the season, but. That's the picks, guys. We made them all. We got the whole way through it. 
me, Mike, Locke, we all got through the picks. And oh. that's going to be week one. We're going to do this every week. We're going to have either another guest or we'll have Glock back. We'll have different rotating guests. We have a array of characters that would be happy to join the Cavalcade champs. Cavalcade of stars. Cavalcade of stars, if you will. So we're going to we're gonna keep that up every week. Glock, thanks so much for you, joining us. It's been fantastic having you. And we'll, I'm sure we'll have you on this season again at some point when we talk about Gardner Minshew taking over the starting role in Philadelphia. Gardner Minshew. that starting quarterback is, mark my words, the Bombay Smith has arrived to the NFL and is going to be a terror. All right. He's not named the college athlete of the year for a reason <laughs> this guy i have uh, I'm, I'm high on him and mark my words you will all wish you bought him in fantasy one thing i'll say about dave if he loves something he'll let you know about it i'll never forget that night when we agreed we locked eyes we agreed in the bar in pittsburgh that i want to dance with somebody is a top five song of all time by whitney houston me and dave have never been closer than that moment in our lives and it's just it's just solidified our friendship forever. Whitney Houston, I want to dance with somebody. Top five. That's it. All time, all time song, and I'll leave it at that. Thanks for having me on, guys. This Thanks. was actually a lot of fun. I hope I get uh, if I get the call again. Thanks, brother. That's gonna do it for our episode here tonight. We got uh, do you got anything to say, Mike? Before we sign off, want to give a shout out to the the socials? Do you got the socials in your mind? Yeah, you can find us on Twitter at uh, LRC Pod Living Room Champs on Facebook, Instagram, Discord, livingroomchamps.com for some exclusive, exclusive public content some articles some musings mostly from len they'll be and i'll contribute every now and then i think i'm gonna do an asha spinoff episode about some video games i've been playing soon as okay a pilot is another tentacle yeah i'm about to get uh nba 2k 22 comes out this week here tomorrow night at midnight so i'll be playing that wholeheartedly i'll give you some, maybe give you some insights uh, yeah. there you can throw in your yeah. column for me Sure. Well, it's, it's going to be a podcast, so you're, okay. welcome, you're welcome to come on and, oh, share, yeah, yeah. and share your thoughts once you. That's get the only game I play. So if you ever want any opinions okay. of 2K22, I yeah. will give it to you 100. Yeah. Yeah. So look out for that. Uh, no, thank you uh, to Davey for joining us, and uh, yeah, it was fun, man. I'm looking forward to doing this throughout the season. All right, and I'll uh, that'll be it. I'll let Mike close out as he always does with the name of the pod all right everyone thanks for joining us tonight we will see you next week uh, as we talk about the weekend wrestling another big week to come we'll be doing some more uh football shows some pickums next week as well and then look out for some other content thanks for joining us everybody right here in the living room peace